Welcome to the Homeschool Together podcast. Where one working mom and a stay-at-home dad help you navigate the nuts and bolts of the growing and dynamic world of homeschooling. With a focus on early learners. Like me! All the ins and outs of building and maintaining your homeschool life. Homeschool! Find out tips and tricks to make things like this easier. I'm reading! And ultimately, enjoy educating your kids. And what's that last thing? Have fun together! Did I do good, Daddy? (laughs) Yeah, you did, sweetie. Good job. Hello and welcome to Homeschool Together. We got a great episode today. If you could head down in the show notes and connect with us on social media and if you could leave us a review on iTunes, it would be really, really, really nice uh, if you could do that. So today we're going to be talking about, you know, one of the hidden issues that, you know, we all face, which is adulting in the face of the hurricane of children (laughs) and, and the, you know, things that we've been running into with homeschooling children raising our kids dealing with the pandemic dealing with life in general we had a couple of requests from the community to actually talk a little bit about you know maybe some pro tips on adulting yeah i mean homeschooling is a lot more time intensive than sending your kids to school we all yeah. know that we knew that when we signed up for it but there's also a lot of planning and it's you know, right acquiring it's not books. just the time yeah. that yeah it's not just the time you're actually schooling your children it's all the rest of the time that you're with your kids all day yep. uh and then when they go to even when they go to bed you're like you say you're planning for the next day you're setting up the things for activities you're and getting cleaning up from the day yeah getting your <laughs> materials together and homeschooling can take over uh, a lot of our our lives mm-hmm. and it's hard to to balance getting our other responsibilities met right we've got responsibilities for our home for ourselves for our marriage uh, and if we can't take care of those other aspects we're giving everything to our kids then we're actually not giving the right thing to our kids because we're going to have a burnt out mommy or daddy yeah. who's not going to be able to yeah you know, be there for them the way that they need. So yeah, uh, there's a lot of downstream effects when you are stressed, you're tired, you're frazzled, you're, you know, you have a lot of anxiety about looks like you're a bomb went off in your house. Yeah. I know. I like can't function when our house looks like that. I I really, I just can't. You've seen it. Some days I go on those, like I must organize days because I just, it, it bothers me. And, and I think there's, there's lots of parents there who, who are feel like they're running and they can never quite catch up yeah and i think a lot of that has been exacerbated by the pandemic oh totally um you know isolation not being around friends not being able to see people a lot of that just compounds maybe we're not sleeping enough maybe we've had some health issues we feel we're very sedentary a lot of those things maybe we're not making good eating choices on top of that our children are you know young kids and toddlers and very young learners and we're trying to homeschool and we're trying to make dinners and we're trying to take them to the parks if we can and take them places wherever we can we have these weird things on our faces everybody's uncomfortable (laughs) and you know a lot of that can compound on top of itself and it's really i think negatively affecting you know our mental health the mental health of our family. We've seen that with the children, with lack of being in schools, lack of being around children, lack of being around friends, doing Zoom classes all day long. 
you know, that has been a stressful thing for people. And, you know, I think I've listened to a lot of reports about the rise of, you know, mental health issues with young children. I don't think people are talking enough about the mental health issues with parents. And so I think we're going to try and talk a little bit about, you know, today about maybe, you know, just pro tips. I mean, a lot of it is just common sense, but we'll talk a lot lot about the things that we do in order to manage those things and keep our sanity together and, and move through, you know, for me, I always have the, you know, grease the skids as much as possible um, and try to alleviate stress and anxiety wherever you can, maximizing your, you know, available time to do the things you need to do to allow then additional time, whether it's sleep, whether it's you have your own hobbies, like I just got a writing sprint in before the, before this podcast, like how do you f- find fulfilling things in in a world that is very stressful right now? And how do you find meaning? And how do you carve out time for yourself when you feel maybe you're stressed and you have anxiety? So it's, I think, a little bit deeper philosophical talk that we normally talk about and all wrapped up in this idea of adulting. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just wanting to give some tips and, and yeah. tricks and, and ideas. I think it's hard we get we get stuck in our own ruts and our own routines. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's nice to hear from somebody else something they did. Uh, one of the things we'll talk about today is something that another mom told us a few weeks ago and yeah. made a huge difference in our home. And it it seemed like a no brainer when she said it, and it was like, ah. So you know, maybe some of these things are simple, but it's nice to hear from somebody else and maybe give you an idea to shake things up uh, with your routine and hopefully help you manage your other uh, adult responsibilities and, and passions and things while still maintaining your homeschool. So so the way we always start, we, we've done some, some discussions in the past, like, oh, how do I get around, you know, the frustrations of teaching my student in the moment? Or if you have some challenges that you're facing, the first thing you always need to do is kind of step back and assess where you are. So right. how, how would somebody go about, say there's a mom or a dad out there and they're feeling kind of down and a little frustrated. It's the middle of the summer. They're sitting outside letting their kids climb trees and they're just <laughs> staring at their phone and they kind of feel a little down. So you know, what would be the first step for them to begin to maybe change it up? Yeah, so I think if you're if you're feeling like, oh yes, my my house is chaos, or I'd never have enough time to get everything done, mm-hmm. um, that this is for you. And so the the first thing to ask yourself is, but can't they just take the magic potion that Hermione took in in that one Harry Potter book? Go back in time. Oh, that's not a potion. That's a time turner. That's a magical device. Let's not. I'm sorry, folks. He he's not Harry Potter literate. I was trying he to... totally read it, but not like. Like, you know, he didn't absorb it. No, it's a time turner. It's a magical device. It's not a potion. I thought it was a potion thing. No, no, it's a time. Okay, we're not going to go into this now. All right. I'm sorry, (laughs) y'all. Sorry for the deviation. So assessments. No, we cannot go back in time. We cannot create more hours in our day. So the first thing is to really, um, if you're bothered by the state of affairs in your house, what really bugs you most? Now, it could be could be difficult like oh everything is chaos but really like when it comes down to it if you could fix a couple of things what are those things it might not fix everything overnight um your dad has a great thing where My he's dad like was just thinking about he's it. like if your bed's made and your dishes are clean, clean you know you'll feel pretty good about your house <laughs> like if, even if everything else is not yeah, great you, those you are the your, things you make your bed in the morning clean your room and then 
do the dishes do at your the dishes end of the in the evening. evening like you, you know, that's like minimum viable product right <laughs> so and i always think of that too but you yeah. know what is it so uh for me i know that i have a really big problem with toys i have a really big problem with clutter if the toys aren't put away if things are cluttered you're not and, putting your little people away yeah <laughs> and and not just not put away but it, they're like haphazardly put away where everything's yeah. just kind of thrown into a bin that's my bugaboo that's like the thing that really gets me that dirty dishes like i've got those kind of things and if i can tackle those two things i really don't care if i didn't get to some other i didn't sweep that night or something I, those are the things that bother me so really get in touch with yourself and what are the things that bother you? What are the things that really bother your spouse? Like just a couple of them because tackle those first and you'll, you'll see how much better you'll feel by just, you know, going for the ones that really bug you the most. Um, the second thing is, are you really taking time for yourself? You know, if you feel like you can't keep up with the house and stuff, chances are you're one of those people that probably isn't also taking time for self-care. And, I, I know that's kind of like a fancy new agey word, you know, I, every time I hear self-care, I think of like a spa or something, but it can be a lot simpler than that. We'll go through some ideas, um, but really it just means taking time for yourself, caring for yourself and your, your own interests and your own mental health. Um, so are you taking time for yourself? And then are you taking time for your partner? Uh, because your spouse is incredibly important, right? They, it's funny, they told us when we did our em- engagement encounter before we got married, we had to do this like weekend away for the, the Catholic church. And they were like, all this stuff. And one of the things was, they said, if your marriage isn't good, like it, it's, it will poison the whole family. Like, you know, your home life will not be happy. You know, your your everything with your kids, everything the marriage is the foundation of all of it. And I really took that one thing to heart that if we don't care for our marriage, then it's gonna, you know, everything in our lives is gonna be poor. And we I find sometimes we're running so quickly, we're doing giving everything to our children. We might try to take and and our jobs, <laughs> right? And and we might try to take a little bit of time for ourselves. And sometimes we can get so busy we forget to connect with our spouse. Mm-hmm. And that's such an important part of everything too. So so those are kind of the three areas to so make the, some assessments. So the home, yourself, and your marriage. Those are the three topics we'll hit. Those are the three three things we're gonna go over. Yep. So let's go. The first one, home. Uh, I I have my grabber tool. <laughs> um, I I'm like a white tornado flying around the house very often if your glass of water is in my way you it will be put away if there's ice it's nice if it's we had ice, to make a nice, rhyme yes. because he would just like i would have glasses of water that i had only taken like sink. two two sips it's got full ice and he was just cleaning it <laughs> where's my glass i have to I, I get you know i'm like a great white shark that's your like compulsion yeah the <laughs> eyes roll back and i just start chomping yeah yeah <laughs> so what's the first thing with the house so if you're running out of hours in the day for first thing is buy some more time. And by that, we mean institute quiet time in your house. Mm -hmm. If your kids nap, that's great. If they don't nap, that's fine. We still have quiet time in our house. It is a sacred time. (laughs) It's in the afternoon. Um, Our baby is napping. Well, I I shifted... I shifted naps a little bit earlier for our younger one. Right. We and made so a big like kind of lever. We had shift. to make a yeah. little little change there, but we're big believers in quiet time. Mm-hmm. This is time for your kids to have to entertain themselves quietly with something. Now, uh, we like to put our daughter in her room for this. So it is time, usually like an hour where she has to be in her room and she has to be quiet. I don't care if she's playing with something. 
I don't care if she's reading a book, but she has to be quiet. And one of the things we find with this is about half the time she will lay down and actually take a small nap if she needs it, Mm -hmm. which she just wouldn't get that opportunity otherwise. So giving her the opportunity to do it is really great. Um, And this is time when we can be productive, either for something for our home or for ourselves, but instituting some quiet time. And I would say if, if you're Kids are not doing that now. Start off small, make it 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Work yourself up to some sort of a block of time every day that you can have, even if it's only 45 minutes, that you can attend to other things in the house without kids running around. It's And then you'll, you know, if you can work yourself up this way, then you'll have this to take with you for years and years. Mm-hmm. And everyone will just expect that this is what we do in the afternoon. We have quiet time. Yeah, you know, it's... One of the issues that I run into now that like the the two year old is now talking to me full sentences and demanding a lot, I'm starting to get a lot more requests from the older one, and I don't know if that's you know oh I want more attention or I don't feel like I'm getting enough from daddy and this what I do find that I'm getting peppered a lot of times you know entertain me what's next i get the what's next daddy i feel like you're the cruise director like you need to keep them entertained all day long (laughs) and part of this is we need to next is jazzercise on the porch (laughs) (laughs) a little bit of cosmic yoga in front of the television (laughs) how to entertain themselves to take to take responsibility for a little bit of their day yeah obviously not the whole day but just a little bit of time a small amount of time we're not talking about a lot but you know, and, and it's nice to separate them so that you no know, fighting ensues. <laughs> but I, I have been finding that I do feel like I, I like you said, I'm a cruise director and yeah. it does feel like I'm the source of entertainment and like, okay, daddy, are we doing art next? Are we doing this next? Are we playing a game next? Are we going outside to swing next? Can I get in the pool next, daddy? Can you come and watch us? Daddy, can I go ride my bikes with you? You know, it's like, oh my gosh, like, my whole day is booked out and it does feel, it feels very overwhelming at points. And you, and you do feel that kind of like urgency of, I just, I'm, I would do anything right now. I'll help. I'll cook food for the rest of the week. If, if you could just give me an hour, you know, it's like, I'd rather just be step away. And it does get that kind of overwhelming feeling. And I, I totally feel that. And, and the quiet time is a great way to you know, get rid of that. So for me, one of the big things I like to do during quiet time is go work out, lift heavy things from A to B and back to A again. <laughs> yep, you get some you time. Well, and I, I can listen to podcasts, but also like I can get it out of my system a little bit and that kind of that physical nature. Cause when you're shepherding the kids through the day, you know, whether I'm the chauffeur or I'm the teacher or I'm the entertainer or, you know, a lot of times you're sitting and entertaining, sitting and doing things sitting at the kitchen table doing things sitting in the homeschool room doing things I, I don't feel like i move enough mm-hmm. and even though i'm moving a lot i'm always up and down walking around chasing things no stop touching that no picking this stuff no 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 that no oh, knives clean <laughs> put the knives down you know and um cleaning up this and cleaning up that it is very nice to kind of get away and like hop on the treadmill or throw a kettlebell around or you know do some pull-ups or you know whatever it might be yeah. and that is a nice way to, you know, I, I'm we're belaboring the point, but a little bit of time and whatever you want to do in that time is, I think, a good skill to to hone with the kids. So the next one that we like to talk about is food. You know, we kind of talked a little bit about it. There is yeah. food. I think planning it's a source of stress. <laughs> yeah, because if you think about it in the in the s- scheme of the day, you have breakfasts, 
you have lunches, and you have dinners. Well, and snacks. Don't forget about snacks because they ask for them constantly. S- snacks. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but I pass out snacks like you know, I'm like a flight attendant. You know, I was like, here's some peanuts. Get out of here. <laughs> no, the <laughs> breakfast is a big one because it's not just cereal every day. I I try to you know make them decent meals. Put some protein in. Some protein in there, and and then the lunches, and then obviously dinners are more elaborate event because most of the time we're eating that together i i tend to not eat all day that's just kind of the you know i do a little bit of intermittent fasting during the day so it makes it a lot easier i'm not actually having to make food for myself which is really nice i have to make food for myself you, but you you know you, i eat like a normal person yeah, you eat like a normal person <laughs> 24 20 hours fasting four hours eating it's great it's a lot less work anyway men. the i know men anyway uh but with, you know with breakfast you know i'll spend 10, 15, 20 minutes making them food there. If I can prepare food ahead of time, pancakes, egos, sausages, bacon, pre-cooked, things of that nature, that proves to be very efficient. It doesn't take me as much time. I remember with, with our first, I used to make her fresh breakfast every day. Which, like she was at you know, the hotel. Like, oh, yes. Um, well, when my, you only have the, one. My, my child, what, what, would you like your eggs sunny side up this morning? <laughs> fresh made sourdough? Oh, I'll be right at it. You know, and, and you, know, you, you do silly things like that. But n- now when I've got two, I've got to kind of manage that. Yeah. Lunches, you know, peanut butter and jelly would be great every day, but they're not going to eat that every day. And so I've got to come up with different things, charcuterie plates, you know, Yeah, uh, and then you're, all, you're always trying to keep it mixed up, which I think is great. I think the, the first thing about food, food can be stressful food. for a couple of reasons. The, the first, it takes time. Right. Well, yeah. the first source of stress about food is, is what are you going to eat? And I definitely feel this way. If I walk into the kitchen and I don't have a plan, I get very flustered mm-hmm. and bad things come out of the kitchen <laughs> or we usually end up going out to eat. So... First piece of advice but, when it but comes even, to... But even as... <laughs> the funny thing is you, you, you struggle to multitask and you are paid to be a multitasker. Terrible. But in the kitchen, you cannot multitask. I, I'm a, I'm a fabulous are... mental multitasker yeah, and a really terrible physical multitasker. <laughs> so I cannot cook a bunch of different things at once, but I can do a bunch of different things, have my brain in several places on the computer. So I, I don't know. Anyway, first first piece of advice, if, if food stress is one of those things mm-hmm. that you identify that's bothering you is to plan time when you can sit and think without your kids to plan what your meals are. Take them outside, have them run around the backyard while you just have a few minutes to really think and plan what you're going to do. And you have the grease board where you put our meals for the week. Right. I just took a simple picture frame from Michael's when I had when they were on sale. I put a piece of uh, colored cardstock behind it and I wrote the days of the week on there. And then I use a wet erase marker on it every week. And so I've got Monday through Sun, you know, Sunday going. And um, I can then plan what we're going to do for the week. And that tells everyone what's for yeah. dinner. No one has to ask me 18 times what's for dinner because it's on the board. Well, and also <laughs> in the morning when I'm, you know, the kids are eating and they're occupied. I can look at the board and say, okay, that's what we're having for dinner. I will go out to the fridge, pull out the meat or pull out, pull the, out whatever right. it is, get it all set up and prepped for later that night. Like like we're having pasta tomorrow night. Like I'll pull the sauce out, I'll pull the pasta out, and I'll be sitting there right. by the stove. It'll all be ready. It'll all be ready, ready to go. And that's just an easy way for me to kind of alleviate that decision-making problem. Right. Meal planning is really important. I, I know that it's hard to get into that habit, but once you really start, if you can just set aside a little bit of time to plan, that's really helpful. Um, The second thing we would say is once you've done a little bit of meal planning, and it can be real simple, go into 
some sort of a, an app. We, you know, we've got Walmart here and Safeway and Fred Meyer and, you know, whatever your local grocery store is and queue up all of your groceries and go pick them up. Don't waste your time grocery shopping unless that's your me time. If you like grocery shopping and it's something you enjoy doing, then by all means go. But if it's a source of stress for you, please get yourself one of these apps and use it because that's the, yeah. one of the greatest things that One of the greatest things of, to come out of the pandemic. Yeah, I I don't think I'll ever like grocery stop grocery shop again because it's just it's it's fighting, you know, having the kids running all around, asking to buy things. I'm buying more stuff than I need. Yeah. Grocery pickup is amazing. Um, and I find that doing it uh, early in the morning is the best time. I can pack the kids in the car, each give them an ego and go pick up the grocery pickup. There's no lines. It's really great. So um, think about grocery pickup if you don't like grocery shopping. The other thing that we would say is understand which nights you're going to have a crunch. So if your spouse is working late one night or like us, we had two nights a week where our daughter was in dance class and gymnastics and both nights, um, you and she were going to be gone and I was going to be home with the toddler and, you know, Lord knows I'm not doing a lot of cooking with her running around and, you know, trying to get into things all the time. So what's that? What's that? Yeah. Trying to climb up the pantry shelves. And so I'm home. And then by the time you get home, we're like a half hour away from when we would normally eat dinner. Those are our crunch nights. Knowing that we have those, we did a little bit of pre-planning. And when we planned our meals, we know there was a couple of really easy things. Pasta is a great example. Uh, Pre-cooked burritos in the the freezer. Right. I love making fried burritos. We make them up whenever we have leftover Mexican. Your your Alfredo sauce. I make them up. I make extra Alfredo. I put it in the fridge. We make extra pasta sauce, put it in the fridge or freezer. Um, We pre-cooked sausages and put them in the freezer. I mean... Think about whatever it is that your family loves to eat. Don't make it complicated. If a crockpot meal works for you, great. But just the most important thing is to identify your crunch nights because there are going to be some every week based on whatever's going on. And you want to set yourself up for success. Don't plan something that's going to be complex for those nights because I've totally done this thinking, oh, sure, you know, I can get this done. And then I end up being really stressed out because I'm well, trying the, to cook with a toddler. And then potentially and the meal runs out. late. We come home. Dinner's not ready till 630. Kids got to go to sleep in an hour. You know, right. we don't have any other time to do anything. You know, we can't we can't watch Clone Wars and daddy gets upset and, you know, and all the kids start to <laughs> There's revolt. not time for baths. The kids yeah, go to bed no, dirty. No bath time. I yeah. mean, it's just so yeah. once we 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 were trying for a while to do normal dinners on those nights when you guys were late. And yeah. we realized that that just that effort <laughs> was futile. No. We needed to identify that we're not going to be able we to like have to, those kind of meals. Because we don't need a lot of breakfast anymore because we tend to skip that that meal. We like to have breakfast for dinner that yeah, night. Yeah, breakfast for dinner is a really Brinner, good one. Brinners, as we, right. our friends Sometimes like to that works out really nice for us. So anyway, you know which nights are your crunch nights. Just identify those. Uh, the other thing that we would say is that uh, if you can, we, we've gotten into the habit on like Sunday evenings, you'll grill and instead Ooh, of... I'm the grill master. Yeah. Instead of grilling just whatever we're having for dinner that night, he grills extra meat that we can have for another yeah. few nights. And sometimes that meat is such that we can freeze it. Like he'll barbecue extra chicken. We can put it in the freezer and eat it late in the week. Mm-hmm. We reheat it in the oven. So or you, it or tastes really great. You, and, know, you grill it, chop it up. It's ready for like, you know, a big salad meal. Right. You know, whatever, whatever you want to do. Yeah, it's great. We just uh, really identified that sides are easy. Sides are so easy. You can easy. grab a salad. You can make a rice aroni. I mean, there's, I mean, there's all kinds of sides, right? A quick vegetable, 
meats are the hard one. They're the ones that take the most time and that, that need the most preparation. So those are the ones that take a long time to thaw. And then you have to, you know, however you're going to cook them and they take a while to cook and mm -hmm. all that stuff. So we tried to take meat out of the equation for some of our meals per week by doing that cooking early. So just kind of think about it. And if you feel like if foods are a source of stress for you, cooking for your family, think about some of that stuff and, 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 you know, see if that, if any of that helps it definitely, some of those are things that have helped our family to kind of get our, our food stuff. Together. And you'll find you'll carve out time. Like you'll, by doing this, you'll have additional time. You'll, right. you'll add 10, 15, 20 minutes here, 10, 15, 20 minutes here. All of a sudden you'll realize, my gosh, I have an extra 45 minutes a day because I've made this thoughtful planning and i'm not right panicking about it's six o'clock we need to make dinner i don't know what it is when i can yeah. i love to plan my grocery pickup so i can get home and it you know if i if i have if all goes right be able to prep all my vegetables hmm. wash cut package them all in the fridge so that they're ready to go because if i do that on a sunday morning or saturday morning that saves me time i don't have to do during the week so what also bulk yeah. cooking kind of falls into that kind of with the grilling like right. bulk cooking sausages in the in the you know italian sausages for pasta and then freezing half of them for another night where all you gotta right. do is pull it out make some pasta and you're we done. bulk cook bacon in bulk, the oven sheet, we bulk yeah, cook, cooking, um, breakfast cook, sausage in the breakfast oven. sausage and and bacon on sheet pans in the oven is like the greatest thing ever yeah i we, we've we do a lot of that kind of stuff just we should just do like a whole like week of cooking stuff yeah we we we've we'd like food come up with a lot yeah well we, we were both working full-time and we weren't home and we had long commutes we had to come up with strategies that yeah. we could use to eat we weren't eating quickly. at nine o'clock every night like europeans right so <laughs> anyway these are just some suggestions yeah. uh let us know what you do to help make dinners and lunches and things easier for your family absolutely so next one cleaning this is a a big source of stress i think for mm -hmm. a lot of people that it you know when the kids come through the house it's just a disaster. And yes, you can try to stop them, then have them clean up as they go along. You know, that's I mean, that's always the preference, that's, right? That's but always the preference. Before they get something else out, they clean up what they were doing before. And we all try. We try, yes. I mean, you try. Like they have a friend who comes over and you know, they're they're just tearing through the house and it's kind of hard for you to say, Oh, gotta go clean all that up and right. you know, and so you want them to have fun. They haven't played with the kids very much. You know, for in a long time, you kind of just want to let that go. So how do you, you know, what are some strategies around cleaning? So one of the things is try to have a daily role for each of your children. Now, obviously you can't do this with the really little ones. Like, you know, we can't do it with our two-year-old, but our five-year-old has daily a daily role. And what we would say about that is make it something that's not just um, a make work for your kid. Make it something that's actually going to help you. Mm -hmm. So for me, my biggest issue is toy clutter. So my daughter's daily role is before she goes to sleep, all of the toys are put away. When I say all, I mean all. Bonus room, In the living bedroom, room, living room, the playroom, her bedroom, that everything is picked up and put away. That's that's the thing that bugs me. So that's her role. Because now sometimes her sister has gotten out some of those toys, but it's still her role that she picks she, up all She, she does let us know that. Sister did this. But. And we remind her that we spent years cleaning up her toys when she was a baby and she needs to she needs to now help out the family. And so she does. So, you know, make sure that whatever role you choose, if dishes are the thing that bother you, then, you know, assign a kid that needs to unload the dishwasher every morning or 
whatever it is, right? Just, but pick something that actually helps you, not just something that's, you know, trying to keep your kids busy. I, sometimes I see chores. It's like, you know, make, make your bed, but I wasn't making my daughter's bed anyway. So yeah. whether she made her bed or not, I mean, I think it's good for her to get into the habit of making her bed, but that's not her daily chore because it made no difference in my life. <laughs> so, and I want, I want these things to have an effect on us as parents. And I would be there or you would be there with your grabber tool, picking up all these toys if it wasn't her responsibility to do that. But also don't make that list so long that the kid gets distracted or they get overwhelmed by that right. decision. Because you got to remember also they're, you know, five, six, seven years old. And, you know, having a laundry list of things they have to do every day is just not feasible. You're going to get a lot of strife and conflict and fighting from that. And for something that's supposed to help you, it's going to cause more anxiety and more issues and more, you know, upset people yelling at each other and tears mm -hmm. and all that stuff. So do make it doable but and something achievable um, without overwhelming the child. Right, right, absolutely. The other thing to think about is that, you're going to have a, you're going to have a couple things maybe for your kids to do. You have some stuff you want to get done. You may not get everything on this list done. Mm -hmm. Lord knows we mostly don't get everything on our list done every day, <laughs> but do the things that are most important to you first, have your kids do the things that are most important to you so that when you, you finish with the day, you can say, well, maybe I didn't get to everything, but let it go. Rest easy that the things that bothered you the most have been taken care of. I, I think, I think the, Piggyback on that, this is something we've kind of alluded to in the past, but employing that Kanban methodology, I, I think I've talked about this a few times, but it's a developmental process kind of developed in, in Japan, I think with Toyota and, and manufacturing. But the idea that if you have all these tasks that you have to do and everything's 10% complete, you have done nothing, mm -hmm. right? Otherwise, you can have 10 tasks and you may have completed three of them. And then seven are completely, you know, are, are incomplete, but at least you achieve those three. Mm -hmm. And tomorrow, maybe you can achieve another one or two more. Actually finishing stuff, going to what you said, actually getting things on your list complete, even if there's something you have to do once a week, like for me, mowing the lawn or, or, you know, cleaning up the backyard, uh, you know, the patio or, you know, you know, sweeping once a week, right? It's, it's once a week. There's a lot of things you have to do every day, like oh, pick up toys and things of that mm -hmm. nature. But we do have like big tasks that we tend to have to do every week. And they're a big thing. And really having a nice understanding your priority list and, and not making it so ad hoc, it may require you to sit down and actually write these things down. Like what do I normally do every week? Oh, I need to sweep once a week. doesn't matter if it happens on Monday or Friday. I need to sweep. Or maybe I can have my my five year old or six year old. I'm telling help, you, as soon as she's able to do it, she's gonna be sweeping. But as soon as soon as <laughs> as soon as I can get the harness to fit, she's plowing the fields. <laughs> like I just need the right size. It's her chest is just not large <laughs> enough yet, and so I need to I need I need to go talk to a leather smith. The and, fields in suburbia. Yeah, and the, she's gonna plow the backyard because I'm just tired of mowing grass. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, like, yeah, once they're old enough, like I would love, you know, please put it in the, in the comments on our Facebook page. You know, what, what do you have your 10 year olds do? Because man, I cannot wait. Well, I'd love I to hear, wait. I'd love to hear what everybody has their kids do at different ages. Absolutely. I think that would be really fun to hear. Um, I know that as soon as our daughter is old enough to sweep competently, she'll be, <laughs> or even halfway competently, I'm going to have her sweeping up every night after dinner because uh, the amount of crumbs these children make. 
It's, it's just unbelievable. It, there's so many crumbs the dog can't keep up. <laughs> right. The dog cannot keep up. <laughs> um, so another thing we like to do is a catch-up day, and and mm-hmm. it's very funny. The catch-up days. There's been a number of days in the last few months where we will not talk about a catch-up day, but all of a sudden I'll see you know Ariel <laughs> starting to clean up, and I'll be like, yeah. It's Saturday. We ain't got nothing to you do. You see my my eye twitching. She's twitching. She's she's. He, he can notice sometimes. I say, uh, "Honey, I just need to." You know, all those all those things during the week. And I, and I get like the Jack Nicholson meme face going. Yes, yes. <laughs> and and I'll put my headphones in and I will like disappear and start doing you know another section of the house. Meanwhile, the kids yeah. are kind of playing quietly. Maybe Daniel Tiger's on. Or or we or we get the kids to help. Yeah. I mean, it's that thing that the, ca- the catch up day is a really nice thing. Through the week, all those days when you didn't quite finish. Your list you have to plan a catch-up day that's the day when you're going to get all of that or you're going to do the heavy cleaning but it doesn't day. even have to be a lot of work a lot of times a catch-up day is us just spending two hours going through all the paper artwork that's accumulated it for the week so much artwork and, and it, we don't even have to look through it we just kind of like sweep it into the trash no i strategically <laughs> take pieces to save sure sweep it into the trash (laughs) and then like picking up picking up putting shoes away you know there's like 500 pairs of socks and there's no there's no matching pairs so all that goes into the laundry this is a this is the time too when you're wondering why there's only uh snow boots out like that's my big thing right now right it's like hey kids (laughs) let's put some shoes on and then I have two girls with snow boots on. And I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> this is insanity. So this is a plan the catch-up day for yourself. Yeah. If it's once a week or once every other week and plan it for a day when your spouse is home and you know, you're not going to be rushing off to something yeah. and just plan a, a couple hours. A lot of times Sit like the kids down Saturday morning, Sunday morning. Yeah, absolutely. And, and we'll go and that's a great time to do your heavy cleaning, your vacuuming and bathrooms and just stuff that you maybe can't do when they're around, especially we have a little one. So we can't do things with what's chemicals that? and stuff yeah, what's that? when she's around. Uh, so, you know, that's the time to do that as a catch up day. And one thing we wanted to talk about with home too, is we had a friend come over and uh, oh, yes. she said her daughter, her daughter loves to watch movies with her and our kids love, they love to watch movies or TV shows. They don't get to watch them all the time. And so there's something or a treat, there's something special and they really get excited. Yeah. And so her daughter came to her and said, mom, 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 can we watch that movie I've been waiting to watch? And she goes, well, I don't know. Are you movie ready? Oof. And I was like, what does this mean? And she said, oh, that's my daughter's cue to take care of all the things that I've told her she needs to do that day and clean up everything. So we've been implementing this for the last two weeks. Oh my gosh, you guys, this is like a game changer. So our our daughter will come down first thing in the morning. Like she's barely awake. She hasn't even had breakfast yet. And she's like... Can I watch something on Disney Plus? And I say, oh, I'm sorry. You're not TV ready. TV ready means that you're dressed. You've brushed your teeth and your hair. All your hygiene's you've taken had, care of. Yeah, all your hygiene's taken care of. You've had your breakfast and you've had a successful day of homeschool. So when those things have been met, we can come talk, talk to me about it. So then all that stuff will happen. Okay, mom, I did all that stuff. I think I'm TV ready. And I go, okay, just make sure that all your spaces are TV ready. Is your room TV ready? And she'll be like, no. And she she and the little one, they'll run off and they clean <laughs> everything. My five-year-old and two-year-old will pick up every toy. They're dancing they will... around like Mr. Clean in that advertisement. <laughs> they make their beds. <laughs> Music's they playing. take care of their Diana hygiene. Ross is playing on the, on the Google Home. <laughs> they put away their laundry. I mean, literally, these kids will do anything for that half-hour educational show. Oh, yeah. 
And we're using this to our advantage. And and the two-year-old knows too. I'll say, well, are you TV? Is your room TV ready? And she'll go, no, mama, crib, no TV ready. And she'll run and she will get it all ready. So, <laughs> you know, if, if TV is the thing your kids love to do or they really want to go out, sometimes it's our daughter wants to go out and play with the kids in the neighborhood. I'll say, oh, I don't know if you're playing ready right now. Are you playing ready? Did you take care of everything you need to, all your responsibilities? And our five-year-old runs off and takes care of everything. Yeah, listen, it's... It greatest it may ever. only work for another six or seven months but we're going to ride that horse oh i think it's going to work for longer than that because these so are too. things they really want well especially because we're the parents we control you know what they you know what they get and tv for us is a as a luxury you know watching a daniel tiger watching you know dinosaur train dinosaur train dinosaur train <laughs> oh yeah pbs is PBS, anything on pbs yeah we'll let them watch it you know a little you know molly denali whatever it might be you know, you can get a lot for a 30 minute show, man, or LEV Lego show. Hey, we, My daughter will repaint the house for an LEV Lego show. Literally, our kids will clean for longer than the TV show would be <laughs> just to watch it. That's how excited they are about it. Or, you know, our daughter's going to go and see a friend tomorrow. And I yep. told her before I put her to bed tonight, I said, remember, you're going to be going over to see her at, you know, such time mid morning, which means you have to be ready. And that means you have to have have your room all picked up because and do you know a short bit of homeschool right? Ready. Yeah, you have to do you have to meet your responsibilities. So I do like that we're like we're 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 be, being able to push the idea of responsibilities. Yeah. Like you know things are privileges you have to earn them, and mm-hmm. you know you're part of a member of this family. We all work hard. Mommy works. Daddy works. Um, the dog works. Everybody <laughs> works towards these things now it doesn't mean you can't have fun we can't allow you to do these things not like every single thing that they do has this giant carrot and stick behind it but when 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 they really really want something and i really 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 need things cleaned it's a good give and take i think it works out great and they clean it so fast if if we just asked them to go clean something it would be like pulling teeth and i'm really impressed our five-year-old does it and the her two-year-old sister man she's right she's on it to too pick it up. she's seeing that her sister needs to do this and they both run around and take care of what they need to do so uh just something you can try in your house you know are you blank ready and that means you know is everything are your responsibilities taken care of I agree. Good. So moving on from the home to self-care. So taking care of yourself, taking care of you as an individual, you know, the mom, the dad, you know, you're, you're around children all day long. They're very demanding. They're yelling at you. You're <laughs> fighting with them. Well, hopefully, hopefully you're not. <laughs> you're having a wonderful, lovely day with them. I mean, you know, Whatever it's not it all flowers, be. but it's not fighting. Either. No, I know, I know. But, you know, things can get irritating when you're asked well, yeah, 500 times, like, what's that? What's that? Or, you know, what is next, Daddy? That's my favorite. What is next, Daddy? What, what, what do you have on the agenda for me? How will you entertain me for the next 30 minutes? You know, those type of things, you know, over a while can get a little irritating. Sure. And especially we spend so much time with our kids, right? We, it's yeah. not like we see them for half an hour and trundle them off to school and then go, whew. Okay, you know, no, they're they're with us all day. So it's important that we take time for ourselves. Avoiding burnout, I think, is the biggest thing because, you know, when you're when you're just like when you know people go to work every day, right? You ha- you need some vacation, you need some time off, right. need you need weekends. a break, you need a weekend, you need to be able to down down regulate from where you are, and you can have a little bit of fun 
an enjoyable time. So, you know, what are some ideas on people can that people can take to do some self-care? Yeah, yeah. You know, like work, you get to go home on the weekends, but home, you know, when we're home with our kids, this is one thing that you've even said too, is like on the weekends, I'm off work. And so I'm like, Hey, yeah, Hey, let's spend some time as a family. And you're like, I've done nothing but be with the family all like, week oh yeah more 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 of what the week was yeah sure <laughs> right yeah you want me to stay? i'm on the job more yeah no problem so sounds great <laughs> so the the biggest thing is to set aside time for your our recommendation is set aside time for yourself once a week to get mm-hmm. out of the house and i do this to you I the last night I, push him out of the house i say tonight's the night you go have a daddy's night off and he goes out and he gets some dinner and he let's, reads let's, or writes or does whatever he wants let's to not do. mix mince words here i go to chipotle <laughs> every single time and i get my breed and I get my bowl and then I, i'll do something else whatever that might right. be right sometimes he'll go to a movie or i mean there's we're you're just starting it again because there wasn't anything open with covid and yeah. now there is so you're able to do that but especially during covid we, we really didn't have time right off. yeah try to get out one day a week. Now, this can even just go for a drive. Listen to music. Listen to a podcast. Take some time outside of your home for you. Work it out with your spouse. You know, even if it's in the evening, just doesn't always have you know. to be the same day. It can you know shift no, around. No, whatever works out for you. But, but prioritize yourself once a week. Something for just you by yourself. I don't think it's unfair that that you're home all day with these kids. You're managing the house. You're making meals. You're doing errands, you're doing all these things, and you don't get a little bit of a time away from that. You know, even with your spouse when they're at work, maybe they're commuting to work or you're sitting in in the office here, you know, you may hear the horror that's happening on the outside of the doors, but you don't have to deal with it, right? It's not, you're not there. Yeah, yeah. I'm here, but I'm not with the kids all day like you are. And that's why you need that time. That separation. and even, you know, even I need my own time and, and I do get bits of time, but this doesn't have to be a long time. You don't have to have a whole night off. It could just be going to grab yourself some dinner by yourself mm-hmm. or going out for a drive or going grocery shopping. If that's what, you know, an outing for you and you enjoy it and it's me time, that's fine. Have some me time that's outside of the could house. Could be a bath sitting in your well, so in your hot tub. That's the second stage, right? I think first stage is you have to once a week, you got to get out for just you. Second thing is... You need to take time a couple of times during a week, two, three, three times during a week to do something inside the house that's just for you at a minimum, right? So this could be I get an hour reading a book or, you know, I am going to take a bath or I do a puzzle or something and, and that's we know, And we know you. this is hard if you have a, a young kid who's still, you know, learning to sleep on their own and stuff like that. Oh, been there. Been there. We, with, we, a, with a co-sleeping baby. Co-sleep. It's hard. And and that's yeah. why I would sometimes, I would I would say, okay, I know my baby's co-sleeping. I'm just going to go to bed early. Mm-hmm. I'm going to nurse my baby to sleep. And I'm going to pack a glass of wine with me. <laughs> Or or not, um, have a book there, have my Kindle, you know, and I would sit in bed. I look, I have eaten many an Oreo the camelback water me. of a little beer right there. No, I mean really like <laughs> it, hey, sometimes you gotta make time for yourself and sometimes it's gonna be a little kludgy when, you know, your kids are really young. Mm-hmm. But that's fine. But try to make some time for yourself every week figure out what that time maybe it's your morning coffee maybe you're going to get up in the morning you want to have coffee before your kids get up and that's your time but uh, and this sounds so basic but i know that there are moms and dads out there that you guys are not giving yourselves 
once a week out of the house, even yeah. for an hour well, and demand, or any time and demand, during it. And demand it for both spouses. Like if Absolutely. you have a husband who's working all, all week, you know, you get a, you get some time and he also gets some time. He deserves that as well. And she deserves that as well. It's, don't, don't approach it in a situation where like, I need this, but see, like we both need this. It's important. How for can everyone. we both work together and, and get some time away because yes it is it is a lot it's it's not easy it's a lot and there and you know on your daddy's night out i have to push you out of the house a lot of times you're you're like no no i'm fine and i said no go i got this mm-hmm. we got to be there for each other so i think those kind of you know that that kind of self-care is really important just it doesn't have to be anything grand just take some time yeah. where you can breathe and and recharge your batteries go and for a long walk it could be an hour long walk or something right sometimes you get to do that na- as that's well, what yeah. i do i'll do like a walk in our neighborhood by myself and i listen to a podcast and that's me time and that's fine do you happen to listen to homeschool together sometimes i do oh do you have you left a review on itunes <laughs> so <laughs> talking about recharging batteries the other thing that's really important for self-care Sleep. Make sure well. Make sure that you're eating well. I mean, you we often forget we're feeding our kids and we forget to eat. So eat well and then get your sleep. Oh yeah, it's really hard to get enough sleep. And and some S-C-L-E-E-P. of us, I find out what it means to. I know that for myself, I'm so, I'm up late. I'm I'm reading. I'm planning for homeschool. I'm doing other things. My brain's active. I have a hard time going to sleep. If you need to take some natural calm or some sort of other magnesium supplement to make yourself you know, sleep more deeply, watch your sleep, get good sleep. Yeah. Once a week, we try to share uh, well, each yeah, of us getting a sleep in morning. I get to sleep in on Saturday morning. And I get to sleep in on Sunday mornings. And le- unless the toddler Van Dam's the door at seven in the morning. That was the dog. The dog did that. <laughs> Anyways, we digress, but we try to share and each have one day a week where we can just sleep in. And and that's really hard, especially if you're a mom or a nursing mom with a little one. So yeah, do your best, but you know, if you and your spouse care for one another in as much as you can, maybe you go to sleep early one night. If you can't sleep in, maybe there's a night that you get to go to bed early and you can get extra sleep. But, um, you know, having that self-care and then looking out for your partner and making sure that they're self-caring as well, because, you know, sometimes I feel so run down. It's like, I, I think, I think the research is in on sleeping. One of the most important things you can, most one of yeah. the most important things you can do in your life, there have there's so many downstream effects from mm-hmm. that. Better health, lower blood pressure, better you know longevity is built into it as well. Mm-hmm. The stress of not sleeping enough, all the all the all the anxiety and the physiological effects of not sleeping, just will carry forward in so many other aspects mm-hmm. of your life. Having that nice bedrock of you know seven hours a night, eight hours a night, and yeah, I get it. When we have little kids, they wake up and whatever, and we we totally it's get that. Totally so, tough. And and we know that's a very finite period of time, unless you have five kids and you've been doing it for ten straight years. <laughs> I'm really thinking. I'm worried about you. But other than that, you know, we're we're beyond that now. We're into the you know we're not having another child. We have a five year old, six year old ish, uh, yeah. two year old who sleeps through the night. We're finally to the point where we can actually start getting regular sleep, and you know, it is a wonderful thing. But it's really hard if you've got a, yeah. a, a baby, you know, or, or expecting another, yeah. you know, your your sleep can often be compromised by your kids. And we have been there. We had a, yes. we had a child who co-slept with us until she was two and, <laughs> and needed to be cuddled to go to sleep. And, yes. you know, so it, yes. it's, 
we've totally been there and know how that goes. But those were times too, when sometimes, you know, we would get her to sleep, we'd come back out of the room and you would say, no, go into sleep. Right. Yeah, so go to bed. we, we pushed each other to get enough sleep. Yeah, and really being thoughtful about both of, you know, both you and your spouse working together to, to really think about the other, like, no, you need some sleep. You're tired. You're worn out. Go to bed right now. You know, let's, I will take care of cleaning up the dishes. Mm -hmm. I will take care of, you know, doing this type of thing. Go to bed, get some good sleep. Even if you like, you don't go to bed. If you just go into the bedroom, you lay down, you start reading your book and you get into that nice kind of sleep cycle. You're getting rid of the, I think it's the blue light, mm -hmm. um, doing all those great methods of yeah, kind of winding off, down your head. Your phone. Yeah. You're not on your phone. You're not doing these type of things and you really get that sleep. I think it's. It's so important. It's really important. All this self-care stuff, it, it's pretty basic, but I know that there's folks out there who are not giving enough time to themselves. And remember that taking time for yourself to do the things that relax you and center you and all that stuff, it's good for your kids to see that too. It's good for your kids yeah. to see you doing that to each other, right? Sometimes uh, our daughters ask, well, where's daddy going tonight? And I said, oh, well, it's girl's night. Yeah, but well, daddy's going to miss it. No, daddy's having his own time to do the things that are that are important and fun for him. And that's good for them to see, right? Yeah. It's good for them to to know that when I go off to um I, well, pre-pandemic and hopefully soon again I'll be doing local theater. They knew that that I had a hobby that I enjoyed and that was me time and and I needed that. I want them to feel the freedom that they can pursue the things that that make them happy and mm -hmm. um that that help them to be relaxed and calm and all that stuff. So it's good for them to see us doing that too. Mm -hmm. So, you know, remember you're not just caring for yourself, but you're setting a great example for your kiddos too to be adults who care for themselves. We give 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 so much to our kids and yeah. just don't forget to take some time for yourself. Well, you're I I think we give give give, but we need to re realize that we deserve time to ourselves as well. And I yeah. think I think that's something that that needs to be demanded. Not in like a negative way, but demanded and asserted so that you can have that thing. Because if you don't assert it, you're right. If I, if you're not kicking me out of the house, I'm not going to leave the house. Right. So, I, I have to like physically throw you out. Yeah. And no, no, I got it. And you're like, no, it's going to go pear-shaped. You, you can't handle the kids for like an hour. I'm like, I got it. It's going to be fine. You know, and, and I just have to push you sometimes. It's important that we do that for each other. Otherwise, eventually we're going to get burned out and you know it's it's a slow whittling process it might be not be right oh, away yeah. but eventually yeah. you're going to be totally fried yeah then it's going to break and then it's going and then to be... we're going to be and that's when the time when i have not taken time for myself and i'm not getting good sleep and all that stuff that's the time i end up yelling at our daughter she's doing something that's super typical five-year-old and really frustrating and yeah. i have zero patience for her yep. and then that strains our relationship so it's just it leads to all kinds of bad things but piggybacking on what you said where you're you know we're working together we're we're a partnership here you know how, how, what are people can do to improve their marriage what are things that they can, not like marriage counseling but what can they do to make sure that they're having a good time together you know so a lot of times children can be this giant wedge between two parents and it, sometimes it feels like we're you know we're working together but it feels like at you're, a distance. <laughs> you're, yeah. You're, you're over there and I'm over here. And we're like, you know, we're two cowboys hurting 
the cats through the wilderness. Yeah. And then I find too, yeah. that sometimes all we're talking about is the kids. Oh, I know. Yeah. You know, all we're talking about is homeschool and, and, and about the kids. And that's, that's not great either. Uh, it's really difficult to make, not only do you have to make time for yourself, but you have to make time for your spouse as well. And there are times when I don't make time for myself or you, I, I know more, it's more you than me. You don't make time for yourself because you feel guilty that you're not spending time with me together. Mm-hmm. And so if, if you can set aside time that you, that you know, you're going to give to your spouse each week so that you don't have to feel guilty about the time you take for yourself, that's important. One of the things we love to do is feed the kids uh, put them to bed early or let them watch a movie or something. And then we have a quiet dinner, just us. Yeah, That's not mac and cheese and hot dogs. Right. <laughs> Whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we feed them something that, that took like no effort to make <laughs> whatever that is. We heat up some leftovers or some quesadillas or something easy. And then we make something nice, preferably something that the kids would not want to eat. Exactly. And we sit in the dining room and let the kids watch a movie and we play a board game or we just talk, we have a bottle of wine, we're just having some time where we don't have to eat in 10 freaking minutes because, yeah. you know, there's like a very short eating window when you have a two-year-old. It's so <laughs> it's so funny when we're over at my parents, like my dad eats like a bird. And he eats so slowly. We're, we're over here, we're done in 10 minutes. We're like, okay, we got to get going. This kid is going to, you know, pull the eject right. button here. <laughs> yeah, we're so ready for the kids to be done. Yeah, and we even do- our meals are shaped by... By what's going on there right well, we, we try to make our kids wait while other people finish but our two-year-old you know she's at the like throwing food stage so like that just doesn't work out <laughs> so yeah so try once a week to plan a dinner where you can have that with your spouse after the kids have done are done no eating. phones no distractions right no nothing just just talk and you know, we love to pull out a card game or something. We'll finish dinner and we'll just sit and play cards. Uh, sometimes we'll just put the kids to bed a little bit early. We'll both read, put them to bed, and then we can just have the house actually quiet, which is nice. So yeah. do that if you can once once a week or once every other week. Just try to make a little bit of time. And then try to make some time, some some other time with your spouse that we like to do together time that's not interactive we can still sometimes we will merge self-care time and togetherness time like for example last night we cuddled up on the couch and we both read our books it was self yeah i don't like watching tv some people don't like watching tv it's not really a thing for me right well we could have we could have watched a show together if that's what we wanted to do but in this way we did something that we both enjoy doing we both we were both doing our hobby but we were sitting together it's weird like sometimes you know just like we talk about it like the morning hug the yeah we do a 30 second hug yeah. it's really great y'all sometimes it, it lasts about 10 seconds and it gets interrupted by the toddler who wants to join right in. but sometimes we just like look at each other and we do like 30 second hug Lots and then times, we go back yeah like, like and then the, we reset it's just like enough of a connection that <laughs> it sustains me for like another few hours yeah a lot of times you like you just you realize you're like we're not sitting next to each other with my arm around your shoulder or walking down the street holding hands we just can't do that because you got these two you know wild animals that are in the house right, that the, you have to deal with. The kids are taking our yeah. attention. And so if you can Just do... Just even the physical touching isn't there sometimes. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And so sometimes we do. We get so busy that we don't have time to sit and really talk or anything. And yeah. So like sitting next to each other, we're, are, we're actually like shoulder to shoulder and we're like leaning on each other. You know, that it's really nice. Yeah. Right? That's, that counts. And it's quiet. That counts as couples connection time in my book. Yeah. Uh, one of the things we've been doing, which we've really loved... 
um, is we have chosen a book to read together. Yep. And this has been a super fun thing for us. We got to start the new one. I know we're going to start um, Eye, of the World. Eye of the World. Um, so we pick a book that we're both interested in, and we agree to a reading cadence. Like we're going to read one chapter every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or whatever works for you. We don't read it together. We're reading it individually, but it gives us something to talk about that's not, not the, children. the kids or the podcast, right? <laughs> or work. <laughs> so we tend to kind of talk about the same stuff because the kids in the podcast are what we have going on. And we're excited to talk about those things together and brainstorm ideas. And then of course we talk about, you know, what happened at my job or what's going on this weekend. But this gives us something like totally different that we can talk about together. And so we've chosen books that might've been a little bit, I, I might not have understood previously. We read Dune together. Um, we read we just finished Royale. The Godfather. We read, yeah, The Godfather. We just pick, and what we try to do is pick a book that has a movie. Yeah. So, so at can, the end of it, we, we used can, to do a lot of dinners and movie yeah, when, before dinner the kids. Yeah. yeah. When we were still dating and then before the kids, um, so what we try to do is pick a book that has a movie so that at the end we watch the movie and sometimes we'll have a meal that kind of pairs with it. And that's one of those nights where we'll put the kids to bed early. So yeah. we did The Godfather last, we put the kids to bed early and we made um, a little Italian and, uh, dinner and we had some vino with it and we watched part of the movie until we were too tired and fell asleep. But, you know, <laughs> it was great. So this is something that we can do even when we're not together. Mm -hmm. It's still a connection that we can have together and so it's been super fun for us so yeah, we've been doing some... oh, my gosh we've been doing it for over a year and a half now two years yeah we've been we've been doing it for quite a while yeah. we really enjoy it and it's fun choosing the book too that we both might be interested in I and mean, you can read it as slow or as quick as you want to yeah. but it gives us something that we can talk about like oh did you understand what happened with this well i didn't see that coming or you know i don't know it's kind of like having your own personal book club but it's about something that we're really into so that's really cool um so making time for each other even if it's just to be together quietly is is something that counts. I agree. I agree. Next thing, if you do have the opportunity, whether it's a babysitter or whether you have in-laws uh, close to you, do try to go out on the dates. Um, you know, for us, for a long time, we didn't have any family here in, in, yeah. in the area, so we, we weren't able to do that. Mm -mm. Um, and, you know, I think a couple of times we paid for the, the babysitter, but you know, for a lot of us, we think about it, oh, you're going to go out to dinner, three hours, babysitter, that's an extra 60 bucks or whatever it well, is. Well, and we didn't have kids that we felt really like would do babysitters. We had young kids yeah. too that we still needed, you know, that were still nursing and different things. And, and not, it not, just, now that my parents are here locally, um, it's, it is a nice thing where we can way actually, nicer. yeah, we can, we can get away for a meal, um, uh, with no children and we can order, we can actually sit down at a dinner and say, you know. We'd like an appetizer. Oh, what would you like for your entree? We don't know yet. We're going to decide. We're going to take our time. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to have an appetizer and a drink. Thanks. Yeah. So, trying to get out on dates, everybody says that getting out on dates is really hard. Try to plan something, and it doesn't have to be elaborate. We oftentimes will just go out to dinner and we'll grab a, we'll take a game we with just, us. We just had our first childless vacation in six years. Right. Yeah. We don't get out About much, y'all. Two, two weeks ago, three <laughs> so, weeks ago. We, we can't really talk, but just remember, you know, it's something that whenever I think about it, I go, ah, you know, I just need to put it on the calendar. I have grandma around, but I don't really think of it often. We're busy. We have other things going on. Yeah. And, and I don't think about doing dates on a, a weeknight either, which our weekends are very busy. So mm -hmm. I need to think of that more often. And, and this is a note to myself. I need to be more cognizant of 
getting out and I'm, I'm taking that note down right now as your secretary yes i i need to take this note myself because i don't do it enough so mm. this is just you know make time for your spouse and really care about you know think about what rejuvenates you as a couple you know yeah. and everybody will have different things maybe you right. go skiing or maybe you'd like to go river rafting or yeah. maybe you want to go camping together or Whatever you guys end up liking, going for a hike, um, riding bikes together down a trail. Honestly, this podcast has become our our hobby together. Yeah, it has. It's it's really funny. Well, it's funny because it it puts us together here for an hour and we get to chat and I get to stare at you and there's no children in here. It's very funny. It's like... This is like all, all these lot of people our together are, time. All these strangers are listening to us chat. This is our time together. Yeah. And it, it is funny. Like we, we do spend a lot of time. We spend a lot more time together because of this podcast. And it's, I like it. I, and that's one of the reasons why I don't think we're going to stop. Right. No, we really enjoy it. We're down we, to one listener. <laughs> <laughs> when we first started, it was something that you were like, hey, I've always wanted to podcast. And you know so yeah. much about homeschooling. Let's podcast. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, I was, didn't know what I was getting into. <laughs> The greatest joy of this podcast for me um, has been doing this with you yeah, I agree. and the time we get to spend together. The second greatest joy is getting to meet all of you, meeting people within, within the homeschool world is like just Always amazing because all of y'all are amazing uh, and so fabulous. So, so, but yeah. Attack the home, attack yourself, not attack. No, I think let's okay, change let's it. Say, let's change let's it. Let's say, uh, um, like care for your care home, for your home care, care for, for yourself, yourself, care for your marriage. That's, Lots of caring. There's lots of caring. This is like a like a nice warm hug episode. Yeah, yeah. Hey, tell take, us. Take some time. Reassess what what's important. We're coming out of the pandemic. Everybody's got to start making some decisions about themselves. <laughs> we gotta we gotta shave off the. It's the, time to get rid of the get, leggings. Get rid of the Sigh. leggings. Shave off the pandemic beard. It's time. It's time for you to be an adult again. <laughs> <laughs> Start putting on pants for your Zoom call. <laughs> Listen, Listen, I'm neither going to confirm nor deny that I take meetings in my pajamas. <laughs> Ariel, what happened to your webcam? It broke. <laughs> I, I, I have, have another been one surprised on. <laughs> a couple of times when they decided to turn them on when I wasn't expecting it. And I was like, I don't know what's going on. I must have a poor connection. <laughs> so let us know. These are just some ideas that we have. We were kind of kicking around some things, um, you know, from listeners who had this question. Mm-hmm. Tell us what you do. Tell us, you know, um, tell us what tips and tricks that you found. What was that like aha moment for you that really made a difference in your adulting life? Absolutely. So let's end it real quick the way we always end it. Something mm-hmm. that we're into the Kiwi Crate that came in. I think it was actually for last month. I'm a little behind on the Kiwi Crate. We crates. have the Kiwi Crate stacking up. Yeah, I got rid of the old boxes. I have two boxes that are unopened. I went to the bottom one, and the first thing was a rocket launcher for our five-and-a-half-year-old. She, awesome. She's staring at it. We're putting it together. She finally puts it together. I said, okay. It was, it's this really cool kind of cardboardy uh, launcher unit that has this big, almost like a... It's like a uh, bellows. Yeah, like a bellows, and if you stomp on it, it shoots air out of the, the tube, and you put the little rocket on top, and it, it will send the rocket a good 30 or 40 feet. So I'm sure, for those of you that don't do Kiwi Crate, we really enjoy Kiwi We do, crate. yeah. And, and, we don't get paid to say this. We no, just we really enjoy Kiwi Ch- Crate. Yeah, check out our review. I think we had a podcast way back. Yeah, we'll link it in the Somewhere show in the notes. But I'm sure there's something like this on Amazon that has a yes. rocket launcher. I'm going to leave it to Matthew to find that link and put it in the show notes. Well, I'll put it in there. I cannot tell you how many hours our children have spent playing with this thing but even, it's been even great the t- even the two-year-old 
totally got it put it on start stomping on it yeah these little foam ro- these little foam rockets like the like a nerf rocket, yeah, nerf uh, rocket essentially and they're using their own foot power so highly recommend <laughs> really really enjoyable and a good source of learning good you know if you want to do a little bit of a STEMI research if you're doing one of these science-based unit studies uh, from some of the secular creators that we've talked to in the last few few months um, there's a lot of opportunity there to kind of get into the rocket science, especially with the rocket launches that are going to be coming up this summer when they're going to send Bezos and and Bronson into the space. You know, it might be kind of a cool thing to get a little... Bronson? Richard, you mean Richard Branson? Branson? Oh, yeah. Charles Bronson? <laughs> yeah. Death Wish. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking the same thing. They both have a Death Wish. I, I wouldn't get on the rockets. Right <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Get yourself a homemade rocket rocket set. Maybe send your kids into orbit for a few hours so you can get a little bit of uh, self-care time with your husband. <laughs> self-care time with your husband. <laughs> Sounds good. Family show, Ariel. Family show. Thanks so much for joining us today and making us a part of your homeschool journey. Please engage with us on social media. Join our Homeschool Together podcast group on Facebook and find us at Homeschool Together podcast on Instagram. We'd love to hear your feedback, questions, and recommendations. Until next time, happy homeschooling!